Welcome to the Raising Them Ready podcast. Here we encourage and support parents who are doing the best they know how to raise their kids to become confident, capable, and kind in what feels like a half-crazy and often unpredictable world. I'm Jonathan Kathman. I'm a family man, career sociologist, and best-selling author who believes our children's greatness tomorrow begins with good guidance today. Today I'm talking with blended family coaches Mike and Kim Anderson. They launched into their blended family adventure over 20 years ago thinking it'd be a cinch, but quickly found out how complicated things can become when bio and step parenting practices are mixed together. So if your blended family is finding the complications of parenting and step parenting to be overwhelming at times, this conversation is for you. Now this is just part one of a two-part series. In this episode, Mike, Kim, and I discuss the complications of step parenting and the significance of building a relationship with step kids based on connection before correction. In part two of our conversation, Mike and Kim share practical strategies for raising kids who split their family time between two separate households. So welcome to the Raising Ready Kitchen Table Conversation I share with Linden family coaches Mike and Kim Anderson at their home in Linden, Washington. Mike and Kim Anderson, blended family experts. <laughs> oh, we can use that term loosely. Well, who's an expert for real? Let me let me let me bring that back that up. Your blended family. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I am not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So you're way more of an expert than that than I. <laughs> more of an expert than me. We are we are more experienced for sure. Yes. yes. I love it. Well, that's because you are blended where I am. How did you describe it when we were talking a moment ago? First family. First mm-hmm. family. Exactly. What's a first family? A first family is when we uh, fall in love, we get together, we get married, and we have children together, and we're intact. So there's no divorce, there's no separation, no death, um, none of that happens. So the kids in your home are all your biological kids. Mm-hmm. Now, technically, technically speaking, do you really have to be married for that, or are you just you're the you're the parents that right. made this child. Right. right. And Tec- you're still together in one home. Yes. And the children are not moving between two yes. homes. Yes. So technically you don't have to be married. Um, but yes, the, the children in your home are both of your biological children. Exactly. That would be a first family dynamic. Right. Whereas blended family mm-hmm. is I'm bringing together aspects of two different first families. Correct. Mm-hmm. So... A blended family is where a couple gets together and there's pre-existing children from previous relationships. It might have been uh, an unplanned pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It might have been a divorce. Mm-hmm. It might have been a death. Um, yes. Is, is he going to... Background noise, it's a dog at my feet licking out oh. his bowl, which is great because <laughs> that means that. we're in someone's living room, Mike, in Kim's yeah, living room. That's yes. right. This yeah. is how it's supposed to be. Sorry about that. <laughs> Okay, so there could have been a death, there could have been a divorce, right. a breakup, a separation, of some sort, yeah. separation. Yep. Mm-hmm. So really, it's it's it's. So there's that term like his, hers, and ours, or his, yes. hers, and theirs, or his. So yep. this is the context of blended family. Yes. Yeah, and we're and we're that. Uh, yes. Well, actually, not quite, because I didn't have kids coming into the relationship, but Kim had a five-year-old at the time, twenty-two years ago when we got married. And I personally have actually never lived in a first family because I was born into a blended family. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom had uh, two kids in the 60s. Their dad left. My dad came along. They got married, had me. And then when I was a year... So, so at that time, dad has two stepkids and me, right? And then when I was a year old, my mom passed away. 
And then dad remarried when I was about seven and my stepmom brought two kids of her own. So then dad had four stepkids and me. And Is that so a blended family or that's blender a blended family? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then Kim is my first marriage. So every form since I was born a family, I've always mm-hmm. lived in a blended family. Yeah, because I had a five-year-old child when we got married. Right. So that would be considered a simple blended family when right. only one partner has children. A complex blended family is when both partners bring children into the mix. Right. So steps. Yes. Step-children. Step relationships. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So exactly. Mike, Mike technically has two half-siblings and two, two step-siblings. And now my dad, and more my now stepmom yeah. passed away also, and now my dad's remarried again, and his new wife has three kids, and so now he has seven stepkids plus me. <laughs> <laughs> the family tree graphic. It it no, 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 no. So John and Emily Vischer, they're blended family experts that have done a ton of groundbreaking work since the 70s on this. They say blended families don't have a family tree. We have a family forest. Mm-hmm. Family forest. I was going to say an orchard. and Yeah, yeah a forest I would go with. Yeah. Exactly. My goodness. Okay, mm-hmm. so if we're going to see the forest from the trees, yeah. okay. the trees yep. from the forest here, and we're, we're thinking blended families and raising our kids ready, I, I, I can only imagine from my own experience working with blended families that sometimes the kids, as we're raising them, are looking for which parent is going to be their advocate on their side or get what they want from them or Mm. who's the authoritarian who's authoritative Mm. who is the indulgent parent who's the indifferent parent there they they start Mm -hmm. kind of figuring out in the home which parent is Mm. their parent Mm -hmm. does it have to be the one that birthed them or brought them in the world or is it the Mm. one that's on their side well i would i would actually back you up on that question a little bit jonathan and say are you only talking about the parent and step-parent in this one home, or are you also talking about the other parent that they're over in the other home with every other weekend or <laughs> on every other week or whatever that looks like? So which one are you talking about? Which one is I think, one? I mean, you say that, and I know it's a loaded question because it's probably both. <laughs> right. Yeah, down the streets, the other parent, yeah. or across town, or in a different town, or a different state. Yeah. There's got to be that dynamic that plays yeah. into this blended yeah. family as well. Yeah. So if we just keep it in, in the home, um, the bio parent is their parent. And that's something that we make a lot of mistakes around when we're heading into blended family life. You know, single parent years are tough. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't had to experience it, but you, have, you have, yeah. honey. And when you and I were headed toward the aisle, like what were, what were a couple of things, if you thought about parenting, what were a couple of things that you were excited about that you now look back on and go, Oh, yeah, that was never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, single parenting is exhausting. Mm. You know, you get you get fatigued. You get tired. It's all on you during mm-hmm. that time when you have your child. Um, I was doing, you know, 50-50 visitation with my ex. So my daughter was with me 50% of the time. And boy, that I was worn out. So I was excited to have a partner to come on board and kind of help with the tough stuff of parenting, mm-hmm. which, you know, I mean. Oh, good. Mike can just parent this kid for a while, right? I can get a little support, right? He'll whip her into shape. Yeah, how'd that play out for us? Not well at all. Oh, I wasn't even there, but I could just hear, you're not my dad. Exactly. <laughs> or you're not exactly. my mom. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and the what we eventually learned is that a step-parent who comes into the home expecting 
to discipline or correct a, ch yeah. a stepchild, which, you know, it feels like I should be able to. I'm the adult here. I'm, I'm the new, you know, person in their life. That actually sabotages that relationship with the stepchild mm -hmm. because kids don't want another adult telling them what to do. Mm -hmm. They already have two parents. Okay, so they already have two parents, but they're in different homes. Mm -hmm. But in this home, as the, there are also two adults. Yeah. Yes. One of them is the bio or biological parents. Yep. Where, where's the line that the other parent, the, the other adult has parenting privileges? Where, mm. where, where does that pick up? Because mm. I can't see yeah. that. A kid can say, you're not my dad, so you mm. don't get a say. You're not mm -hmm. my mom. Mm -hmm. I don't have to listen to you. That just yeah. that wouldn't work. I don't, yeah. I don't see how that would yeah. work. Jonathan, have you ever had a coach or a teacher um, that you really trusted that asked you to do hard stuff? And because you trusted them and you had a positive relationship with them, you were willing to go through the pain of doing whatever that hard, hard thing was. They're the best coaches and the best teachers. Right. Yeah. What about those teachers and coaches that come in and demand authority and say, you will do this the way I tell you to do it? What's your response? Transfer classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting the heck out of here, yeah, right? Yeah. It's the same principle yeah. for a step parent. We actually don't have parenting privileges in the beginning. The rule of thumb is connection before correction. You have to build that trusting relationship with a child before you can step into that role. And that's hard for a step parent. Absolutely. Connection before correction. Yeah. That's right. But what? along, it's complicated because alongside that, the bio parent needs to be doing correcting mm -hmm. and disciplining. Mm -hmm. It can't just be a free for all. Yeah. So, so one thing I talk about is how discipline is not just a correction. Discipline right. is yeah. also a practice. So if I'm self-disciplined, mm -hmm. I don't have to be disciplined by somebody right. else. Mm -hmm. So Teaching. one of the, what of the step parent when it comes to guidance? Mm -hmm. Not correction, but but guidance. Mm -hmm. Is there a place yeah. for that? When is mm -hmm. that okay? So if it's if it's how did you say it, Mike? Correction or or connection, connection before correction. Yeah. So you're building that connected relationship. You're mm -hmm. building trust like a coach or a mentor would do before they ask you to do hard things. But a step parent can still be a great influence. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference between influence and authority, and authority. Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what we like to encourage step parents mm -hmm. to just um kind of wait in the wings and wait for opportunities where the child lets you into their world mm -hmm. and you can step into whatever they're interested in or what they might be struggling with mm -hmm. and come alongside them mm -hmm. instead of being a, in a, in a place of authority yeah what about when the adult partner says look i need you to back me up on this mm. yet you don't have that connection Which which partner? Are you talking about the step parent or the bio parent? Let's start with the bio parent. If the bio parent says to the step parent, I need you to back me up on this. Yet the step parent doesn't have that connection before mm -hmm. correction. How does how do you do that? Yeah. The the backing up is absolutely I'm gonna be Kim's cheerleader. I'm uh, as the step as stepdad mm -hmm. uh, early on in, in the beginning. I'm gonna be Kim's cheerleader. I'm gonna be someone who can support her. I'm going to be someone she'll collaborate with behind closed doors when she's trying to figure out how do I respond to what's going on with mm -hmm. my child right now. But when it comes to the delivery to the child, especially in the early years, and, and maybe in a little bit in the conversation, we'll talk about, well, what happens over time? Is the step-parent just stuck out wow. on an island and never gets to say anything? No, that's not what we're saying. Not, not at all. Mm -hmm. 
But in those early years, it's so tempting because we come in excited. Like I so loved Annika early before we ever were walking down the aisle. I wanted to be involved in her life. I wanted to be um, uh, someone that, that could build that trust and whatnot. And I'm older than her. I'm in this parental quote unquote position where I should have some authority, right? However, I totally missed the first five years of her life. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, maybe you have heard this, so correct me if this is inaccurate. I haven't yet heard a five-year-old or a 15-year-old come and say, you know what's really missing in my life? Another parent to tell me what to do. I wish I just had another one of those. (laughs) Not a single kid have I ever heard say that. So what happens is there's pushback. We all have Mm -hmm. counter will. We all want to push back, and that counter will is strong with a, a, a step parent who it's like, who the heck are you, mm-hmm. and why are you here telling me what yeah. to do? So one of the country's leading experts, his name is Ron Deal, he says, you know, coming into the blend, a bio parent might expect a child to receive that authority from the step parent, and the step parent might really expect the child to respond to their authority, mm-hmm. but what really matters is when that child is willing to give over authority to a step parent and accept it. That only comes through relationship. Mm-hmm. It only comes through connection. So in the early years, let's talk really practical. In the early years, we we took this one really seriously for probably the first year and a half, two years. Would mm-hmm. you say? I would say. And we just said, hey, to make this really simple, whenever correction needs to occur, it's gonna it's gonna come from Kim. Because she's, she's, she's the bio parent. She's the bio parent. I already have authority with but my let's, child. But let's supercharge that. And any time that we have the opportunity to give good news to Annika, I'm going to give it as the step parent. So, hey, this summer we're going to Disneyland on family vacation. And Kim's there and she's, you know, rah rah with it. But I get to deliver the good news. Or, hey, guess what, Annika? We're going to your favorite restaurant for dinner tonight, right? The big things and the small things. We purposely put me in a position to deliver good news because that's the kid's sweet spot. And how do we build connection build, better build than, the connection. than a yeah. sweet spot? That is, that is from yeah. an outsider's yeah. like, that sounds like thin ice because mm. now we've got super parent, the one that's always delivering the good news, mm-hmm. celebrity stepdad, <laughs> mm. and, and my grumpy mom mm. who's always delivering the bad news. <laughs> but what I'm hearing you say actually is is – you have a point parent. Yeah. The point mm-hmm. parent's a bio. Yeah. And then you have a partnership as parents. Yeah. A blended family as the adults. And de- probably depending on, on the kid, mm-hmm. how do we strategically build trust mm-hmm. and build that relationship mm-hmm. so that there's a point where there's no longer celebrity parent and grumpy right. parent. Yeah. And just... So the blended family at some point blends in its parenting. Yeah. Yeah. And keep in mind, it was a guideline, not a hard and fast rule. Did Kim ever deliver good news? Absolutely, she did. But we tried to make it a point for the majority of the time for me to get to do that. Did I ever deliver discipline on one thing? And we had a a Mm -hmm. challenge early on with Annika being respectful toward her mom in the way that she spoke to her. And that those were the the one that was the one time that I would step in and say, "Wait, time out. 
this is my wife and nobody's going to talk to my wife this way, not even you. And so we had to uh, reconcile that. Mm -hmm. So again, it's a guideline, not necessarily a hard, fast rule, but we want to see the majority of the bad news coming from BioParent in those first year to two years and the majority of the good news coming from the step parent so that we can build this connection so that as the years go by, now we're in a trusted position of authority and we can have stronger influence. Because what the message that the step parent needs to continually be sending in order to build that trusted relationship is I'm on your side, I'm for you, and I'm here when you're ready. So we don't want to force, the step parent doesn't want to force their way in. They kind of want to wait and let the child set the pace, but they want to continually send that message that, hey, I'm on your side. I want good things for you. So delivering positive news like we did with, with in our family, let that child know, oh, the, you know, this new person in my life who I barely know, a lot of times that happens. The, the child doesn't really know this new person. They're for me. They're on mm -hmm. my side. Mm -hmm. Does age, how much does age play into this? Oh, huge. Yeah, so like big. if you're a teenager, I can see, oh, if you've got yeah. teen kids in the home, I can see mm -hmm. that this strategy would work much yeah. different than if you have a two-year-old, five-year-old, mm -hmm. yeah. seven-year-old. Yeah. yeah. But we've seen, I mean, we've, we're coaching a couple right now who, when they got together, the kids were young. They were like, uh, I think they were three and eight. And they were his kids. And she she went into discipline mode and she corrected these kids and was kind of a little bit um, heavy handed, heavy handed with mm -hmm. the kids and they were young. So they kind of accepted it and went along with it. Well, now they're seven years into their blend and these kids have completely shut her out yeah. and it's causing all kinds of, uh, of chaos in the home. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, a, you know, a three-year-old might go along with it because they're younger and they're kind of like, Oh, okay. But uh, if it continues and if it becomes a negative, um, a negative thing in the kids' lives and in the home, it's going to backfire eventually. Mm -hmm. um, it, it really is not. You want to build that connection and that trust first and then test the waters. You know, maybe you, you know, you've been, been around for a year or two and, and you, you kind of start making small corrections on a really mm -hmm. small scale and see how the child responds to that and if the mm -hmm. child says oh okay you know i'll pick up my toys and put them away or i'll put my dish in the dishwasher and is responsive great that lets you know that they're starting to set a, a new pace the goal is for the step parent to to gain authority over time yeah we don't want to just shut the step parent out of that role but we've got to be very strategic in how we do it mm -hmm. because we want that trust and that connected relationship to be there that's got to be the foundation we have the saying that says parenting never goes as planned but no one should parent without a plan mm. that's good i like that and and i'm I, writing that down jonathan we we have this new saying sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have this new saying also um so when we work on these plans like i've heard you say we need to be strategic and and i can hear many families out there thinking you don't family's not strategic <laughs> this isn't this isn't a business. It's not like we're trying to take over the neighborhood, you know, and, and hold a monopoly on the the best kids in the in the. Well, actually, many families want the best kid in the neighborhood, right? <laughs> when we're thinking about parenting with a plan and being strategic about it, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's because the outcome you're looking for 
is not just the end of this day's correction, discipline, guidance, mm-hmm. counsel, good news, bad news. It's how do we build a long-term relationship? Yes. Exactly. So that when our kids are, they start their mm-hmm. own first families, mm-hmm. yep. that we're in right relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's just not so that we want to you know, spoil our grandkids, but we mm-hmm. want to have a lifelong yes. right relationship with our kids. Right. There's going to be struggle along the way, of course. Right. Yeah. Well, okay, um, I was talking to a friend recently, and um, he says, our family is in constant conflict with the other family. Mm-hmm. You mentioned this a, a little while ago about, you know, which household are we talking about? Yeah. Ours or, or their household? Right. So it's, it's the, so you, in a blended family, there's another family somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if the mm-hmm. children, usually, usually mm-hmm. okay, if the children are in contact with that other family, there could be steps over there too. They could have a blended yes, family there absolutely. too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and man, kids got to play this game a lot. You know, like, well, in my other house, we get mm-hmm. to play video games till oh, one o'clock in the yeah. morning. In the other house, we get to eat pizza anytime we want, yeah. or whatever it is. We don't have to do any chores over there. Mm-hmm. So, so we can't control the other home. Mm-hmm. Right. How do we manage the comparison game in your home? Mm, Good question. That's a really good question. That comes up a lot. If you're learning from and enjoying this podcast, please let me know by messaging us through our social media pages or email through our website. You can find, like, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Raising Them Ready Podcast and on our website at RaisingThemReady.com. Also, please follow and leave us up to a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions about topics or guests you'd like us to bring to the Raising Them Ready podcast, please contact me through our Raising Them Ready social media pages or through the website. Again, Facebook and Instagram at Raising Them Ready Podcast and online at RaisingThemReady.com. To learn more about raising your kids ready, be sure to pick up a copy of the Raising Them Ready book. It's available wherever you buy your print or audiobooks. There you'll also find our other best-selling life skills and personal development books for tweens, teens, young adults, parents, educators, and mentors. Thanks again for joining me in today's discussion. Now go and enjoy the day, knowing your child's greatness tomorrow begins with your guidance today.